Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Winner of multiple 2014 Cannes Film Festival awards, including the coveted Critics Week Grand Prix, Miroslav Slobopitsky's The Tribe is an undeniably original and intense feature debut set in the insular world of Ukrainian high school for the deaf. The Tribe unfolds through nonverbal acting and sign language from a cast of deaf, non-professional actors with no need for subtitles or voiceovers resulting in a unique, never-before-experienced cinematic event that engages the audience on a new sensory level. It's the story of a new student at a boarding school who soon realizes that he must prove himself worthy to be brought under the protective wing of the school's gang to survive unscathed. After an indoctrination of harmless initiation and pranks, Sergei's newfound clique soon introduces him to their common activities of robbery, bribery, and, and prostitution. At first, assimilation seems seamless in his new role in the tribe. He finds himself compromised as he begins to fall in love with his female classmate, one of the gang's escorts, triggering a sequence of stunningly diabolical events. We're joined today by the director of the tribe, that would be Miroslav Shlobopitsky. Miroslav Welcome to Film School. Thank you very much. Tell me a little bit about where the tribe, the story for the tribe, came from. Um, in fact, uh, you know, uh, actually I had a concept in the beginning. Uh, it happens before, when I was a young boy, I studied in the, in the school. Uh, by the way, it's the same school when we shoot in the tribe later, so it's my school. And the opposite side of the road of my school, we had a deaf boarding school. And from my childhood, I can see how deaf people communicate between each other with on sign language. And for me, it looks like a miracle. It looks like these people have any highest level of communication. Uh, it looks like the people can directly exchange by feelings and emotion and do not need a word for this. Of course, it's in fact it's not true. Uh, it, the miracle was happened because I couldn't understand sign language, and I really want to share this this miracle feelings with with audience. Later, uh, in film school, I'm thinking it, it can be a great idea to do the modern silent movie. When I studied in, in the film school, it was the 90s. It was a postmodernism time. Modernism time. And of course, <coughs> a lot of I don't know, a lot of old forms was recreate, and uh, I don't know, and and in, 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 in new ways. And I think the modern silent film, uh, it was a great idea, and uh, it was I think it was a great uh, to have in the modern silent film a reason why people do not do not uh, pronounce a verbal word. But this reason I think would be a better option to use in the sign language. So this is it. And much more later I can shoot the tribe. Very good. Well, 
So much of human communication is nonverbal. We know that the way we emote, the way we act around one another. So in some ways, as a viewer, this film requires that you really lean forward into watching, because I don't, I can't read signs, so in order to pick up the cues in the tribe, I really have to pay attention. And that's one of the things I really appreciate about your film. It forces me, as a viewer, to really un try to understand uh, in a way that I don't normally have to do when I'm watching a film with dialogue. Yeah, actually, I'm so happy with the result because, you know, we have a little strange situation right now. I mean, a lot of film financed by TV and you can hear a number of films. So in these films, uh, you, you, I mean, you couldn't hear these films. You must all the time watching the films. And I am completely hate subtitles, I think, like all the viewers as well. And uh, I think if you... Uh, I have a different, di di strange experience with uh, Romanian film, The Death, Death of Mr. Lazarescu. It's a very famous movie. I watched it on TV, on uh, Romanian language, with Estonian subtitles. Uh, to be clear, I don't know no one words on Estonian and on Romanian. And I watch in two hours film, and I'm completely understood the film. By the way, uh, the characters spoken in this film so much, spoken all the time. And I'm completely do not understand no one words, but I'm completely understand the film, and I was really impressed, and I was crying in the when when film was finished, when the main character was die. So and I think it it, it was a great. We, we have a, this this long log line in the teaser, you know, the love and hate do not in translation. I think we can make something like universal movie because I mean. Uh, it doesn't matter if I, for example, American, Ukrainian person, or I don't know, Russian, French, German. It doesn't matter. Anyway, everybody of us feeling pain in the same way. I don't know, uh, had the sex in the same way. Of of course, it depends on fantasy, but more or less, yeah, basically, yeah. And it's so. It's one of the reasons why. The tribe, some critics was called it very physical film, and I am completely agree with them. Of course, it's a, it's a physical film partly. Well, let's back up for just a half step here. Describe a little bit of the story. You sort of let's talk about the the uh, the arc of the story. Uh, is it Sergei Sergei who is introduced into this boarding school? Is that it's is that correct? He's he goes Sergei. to a boarding school. Yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about the sort of the setup for the film. Setup. Well, I mean, how did how do we get into the story? We're we're introduced to Sergei. Oh. And he is going to is, it's a, a school for the deaf. Yeah, it's a deaf. Uh, yeah, it's a, the new pupil. Uh, coming in the first day of the new of the school year, yeah, of the new of the school year, to the to the deaf boarding school. He is actually deaf, and uh, then he 
try to be a part of the school hierarchic system because I don't know I think I think I watch a number of American movies like any different movie about any any schools you know with some problem with gangs inside school or something like that and he he tried to survive in this world so uh, he he try to be and he 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 he's tried successful to be a part of the of this of this community of this tribe and uh, and he's moved on hierarchic system on the highest and highest level but uh, a love was happened with him and it's completely changed the situation for every uh, everybody for every members of tribe right it, it is his i think the way you are able to incorporate the way you were able to bring him into that system yeah of course very quickly it, it, it's uh, it almost felt like a, a dance at the very beginning the first scene where the people are perched in the yeah. in the side of the building, and they were watching him be essentially introduced and brought in to that to that hierarchy that you described. It's fascinating because it did feel almost like a staged musical when I was watching yeah. the the movement of all the different people in it. So from there, he begins to assume that culture. He's very quick to adapt to that to that culture. It seems to me. Um, and it's it's a, it's fascinating to watch. Well, um, tell me a little bit about sort of the the uh, the technical side of this. You've obviously done films that were were not. How how was this different than other films that you've done technically in terms of staging? Am I yeah, yeah, yeah. staging yeah. it? Were there any different kinds of considerations? I mean, obviously you're yeah, trying to make yeah. a more visual film, but. What were some of the considerations for that? Uh, in fact, we shoot in this film in a little bit different way that uh, that regular film was was shooting. Uh, we have a shooting period approximately half on the year. Uh, what does it mean? Uh, we pay um, we um, sign a monthly. Uh, we, we sign a contract with every actors about the monthly with a monthly fee, so it looks like a real job, and we have a huge number of, of rehearsal. We spend to rehearsal of the scene approximately from seven till ten days. Then, when we will be completely ready to shoot, uh, we ordered all this heavy film equipment and. It was shot on 35 millimeter. Am I correct? No, 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 no. no oh, unfortunately, oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's, we have we have a 35 millimeter scope, of course, but uh, the film watch it on Ari Alexa. In case we will try to shoot it on 35 millimeters, I think we will bankrupt on the uh, second day because it's too long shots. And one of the reason one, I am the big fan of 35 millimeters. Of course, I am wondering to maybe I have the possibilities in the future to shoot on 35 or 70 millimeters. But um, unfortunately, uh, the possibilities to shoot this film happens uh, uh, probably because we're shooting on the 
on the digital and of course we have no problem with with uh, with certify we do not spend the money we can make a number of, of takes that that we need so what did you shoot it on you shot it on a digital camera was it a red what did you use? Aria Alexa okay okay very good yeah um, let's see so what was my question here you were also, in addition to being the director, you wrote the film, you're the screenwriter. Is that Yeah, I'm a screenwriter yeah, and director. Now, how did your background as a cinematographer influence? There's a lot of tracking shots, there's a lot of different <coughs> kinds of camera movements. Did you and your cinematographer have a sort of a, you were on the same page, I assume, but... Tell me a little bit about your background as a cinematographer and how it influences uh, the, My cinematographer is a close friend of mine. We know each other uh, probably 20 years, maybe maybe more. And he's a very successful documentary director. He makes a number of beautiful documentaries. And I really love his style. Uh, and his film is a debut for him because he's never shoot the film like just like D.O.P. He always been a director. Yeah, and I'm so happy to work with him. It was absolutely great and amazing, amazing uh, experience as well. And so, we work in, in fact, working in a very simple way. I mean, I have an idea how it must look like. We try, uh, I try to build the scene. And then we're thinking how we how we can shoot this scene, and we shoot this scene on rehearsal on the Canon Mark II digital camera, and shoot the scene more and more than watching uh, in office, make some remarks, and shooting again and so yeah something like well, it that. It has a documentary feel to it. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, now casting it, I, we, you mentioned. Was it difficult assembling the cast? Um, that many? Are all of the people in the film deaf? Yeah. Or yeah. Was that a difficult? Yeah. To all, 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 all. Casting the main characters. All people, all, all people, all actors which take a part in the film are deaf person, including the extras, uh, including the extras. Uh, the casting is what not so easy because. It's too complicated to come to the casting agency and ask, please provide me a number of deaf people with special conditions, special ages. Uh, probably it's possible in Hollywood, but it's completely impossible in Ukraine. So we have very, very kind support from uh, Culture Center of Ukrainian Deaf Society. And we can make an audition inside the building of the deaf society of the culture center of, of the deaf society of ukraine is very important because in fact the deaf community is very close community in ukraine so they don't not really trust foreigners as well for reason we, we can we make audition inside the um, inside this culture center they believe us and uh, the castings i think we spend on the casting approximately half of the year we have two auditions per month or three auditions per month. In between of auditions, we share the information about the casting from all the way that we can. I am personally spoken via phone with uh, every principal of deaf boarding schools in Ukraine. As well, we share information via 
internet, especially special topics for deaf people and the social network because the, so the deaf people are uh, more enthusiastic users of social network. And finally, we have an audition, approximately 300 persons from Ukraine, Russia and Belarus and find the, find the person which you see in the film. So the leads, the lead actors and yeah. actresses in that, was that part of this process that you were describing? Did you know them? Did you cast them first or were they somebody you found along the way in your casting? No, all lead actors, they, they come in from the, the street, I mean, all lead. Vanya and Every, everybody, and so, everybody. But, but when if did you make a de decision to cast the primary? Yeah, it's is that part of that? Yeah, it's it's very it's very interesting because it was a it was an uh, ensemble casting. I mean, uh, actually, uh, we don't uh, try to find the person which can play this or that character. We just try. To get a person which, which, which be interesting for me, which impress me, I don't know why. Mm -hmm. uh, and as well, when we find somebody, somebody, uh, me and my wife sitting at night in in my apartment, thinking, okay, it was a great guy or great girl. Did she can play in our movie? And who can she be in our movie, or he be? And uh, we always uh, change the roles in case. I mean, if I don't know, if the main actors is uh, one person, so who will be the the Anya? Who will be the antagonist? And we we change it all the time, and we. Um, Resign uh, some actors, and finally we has a casting. I think for final casting. I think uh, two weeks before the screen, before the shooting. Sorry. We're speaking with uh, Miroslav Shoblovitsky, the director of the Tribe, and it's opening here in Los Angeles. It's screening at the at the uh, Cine Family for this yeah. week. So go out and see it. It's a wonderful film. Very powerful. Very, very powerful film, um, and so much of the story, again, as I said earlier, you really have to pay attention because there are consequences to the actions of these people in the film, and you really, it's a, it's a brutal kind of yeah. world. Um, what were you looking for? What, what, what were you, is there something in particular that you're trying to get across in your film with the sort of the brutality of this of this of these people and the world they live in is there something about is it a, a political statement or is it a, a, a sort of a view of humanity what do you what do you want us to come away from with it? Uh, <coughs> it's interesting questions because it's a story about the mafia I mean and uh, the Ukrainian like the state uh, was completely, I mean, the system of the power completely built like the mafia group. Uh, we really hope that it was, it will be changed after the revolution. Uh, by the way, it's one of the reasons why revolution was happening in Ukraine. But, of, but I was finished the script in 2011. Uh, nobody have no one idea that revolution was happen, will happen. 
but uh, probably it supported the Ukraine before the revolution. But of course, I I don't think that uh, so that I make a political film or any social film. Uh, for me, it will be very. It was very interesting to tell the story about the mafia society and, of course, about the rebels. Uh, it's very interesting thing in the culture in the former Soviet Union area, especially Ukrainian, Russia, Belarus. We have a very special thing. It's called the deaf mafia. It doesn't mean that all deaf people are members of a deaf mafia. But uh, part of them has something like parallel structure of government. I mean, they have unofficial boss in every city, which 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 uh, uh, controls the community. The community pay unofficial taxes. They have unofficial trails and something like that. And I think it was very interesting to make a film about it. Well, I think one of the wonderful things about the tribe is that you have portrayed these people as having the same concerns, love, desire, faults, whatever those characteristics might be, as anyone else does. And and as such, they have the same sort of social structure as, as the rest of society has. Um, you made a couple of references in the film, the Italians. Is this sort of a part of that, sort of the mob, sort of the references that you're making through that in the, in the kind of a mafia culture? Yeah, yeah, of course, definitely. It's, it's Ita- I mean, the mafia is Italian style, I, and the mafia in Italian style, I mean, it's not the, the group with the, the, of gangs. I mean, it's, it's, the mafia is like the system of organizing of uh, parallel government. Of course, it's Italian style, and I'm really impressed by... Gamora, I, you know this film. I was going to ask you that question. Of it course, it felt like Gamora when I was watching it. Very, yeah, very I, much I, so. I, I love the film, oh. and uh, I think every person who watched the film must read the books by Roberto Saviano because it, in film it's it's like more film, but it's non-fiction book. It's you know you can completely completely understand how it works. So, yeah, I'm really impressed by this book, of course. Well, let's get away from the particulars of the film. I want to ask you about the journey that this film has been on, The Tribe. Uh, obviously, you made it uh, two years ago. You finished production on it. It was 2013? No, I finished in 2014. 14. Yeah. And it has gotten an amazing reaction um, internationally at the Cannes Film Festival and, and other places. What's that been like for you as a filmmaker? What has that reaction been for you? Um, everything what happens with Stripe uh, after the Cannes, uh, after we received the three prizes in Smendela uh, Critic, Cannes Critics Week, uh, I can think about it, of course. It was a surprise for me. And uh, then, of course, we received approximately 43 prizes. It, I think it's, it's the first and uh, only film which already sold of 44 countries, something like that, inclu- including United States, Australia, I don't know, Germany, everywhere. Uh, we screened it in Singapore, you know. And... Uh, <clears throat> Of course, it's, it's completely changed my career. People call me, people send me email, people ask me 
when I will uh, be ready to shoot the uh, film for English spoken market. Well, in some ways you made a very specific film about a very specific culture in Ukraine, but in many important ways you made a universal film. Mm, maybe. Because there's no language impediment to us understanding what, what happened to the characters and the story and the rest of it. Yeah. So on that level, I can completely understand this is going to be opening doors for you all over the world. Do you... Um, is this something you seek out? Are you looking for to branch out into doing an English-speaking film, or you just want to go back and do what you yeah. are planning on doing? Uh, my English is still pretty horrible, okay. and uh, I start to work on the Ukrainian spoken film. Uh, it called the Luxembourg. It's a story about uh, it's a neo noir. Uh, about the Chernobyl's exclusion zone, you know, this place which, which uh, created after the uh, nuclear disaster which happened 30 years ago. In next, next, in next year we have the 30 years anniversary. And uh, it, uh, yeah, it will be a co-production between German, France, Norway and Ukraine. It will be low-budget film, approximately one and a half million something like that and uh, now we are on the station fundraising and develop the script and before uh, before I am flying to United States and to represent the film here I spent every three days in Chernobyl's exclusion zone and in a few days when I come back I'll continue to work in on film and we I'm keep, I keep my fingers crossed we really want to uh, start to shoot this film in December 15. Well, it's, uh, again, going back to the tribe, a very powerful film, a universal film, uh, and one uh, that I... you Congratulations on all the success that it's had. I expect there'll be even more uh, coming your way in terms of recognition. And I really thank you for being on Film School today. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Miroslav it's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.